Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Reading MPC does conduct conference calls every single day. For those people who are listening to us in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlockgroup.com. For those people who are in the conference call, if you want to ask any question, please press star six to ask question. You'll be announced with the last four digits of your phone number to ask the question. 9927, you have a question for us. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, I have applied for uh, EB3 downgrade with uh, 485 concurrently. And after uh-huh. 180 days, um, can I accept a promotion offer from my employer? I'm current in the same department, so I will be managing the same people that I work with right now. If it's so just it is a vertical some, promotion. If it's just, if it's just some mm-hmm. additional duties, though, that I don't have a problem. But if you're changing the profession completely, though, I may have a problem with that. Okay. It is uh, it is the same department. It is, it is the same job duties plus additional just, management duties. Yeah, if it's, just, it. if it's just some additional duties, I don't have a problem. If it is completely different, then, then, then that needs to be evaluated. As I said again, okay, if because, you agree with my statement, then we don't have to proceed further. We are good. Um, 9688, you have a question for us. Hi, Mr. Rahul. Um, very good evening. I have a question. So, um, um, I'm planning to file, uh, you know, um, H1B and uh, uh, H4 as well as H4 EAD uh, for my wife. Uh, we recently got married, so she's on CPT. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. the first question is, uh, you know, if H1 gets picked, uh, you know, and uh, meanwhile uh, H4 EAD, um, you know, gets approved or uh, F1 to H4, or, you know, change of status happens, will there be any issue for the H1 or... Uh, now, if if you apply for change of status, what will get approved now? H1 gets approved, you mean to say? I mean, H1, let's say H1 takes time, and uh, meanwhile, in the meantime, uh, her uh, H4 application gets approved. H4 and EAD or just H4? Just for H4 and EAD. Yeah, then H4, H1 will not have any problem. It will proceed as it is without causing any problem, without causing any problem, because she, she can be employed on H4 EAD. Oh, okay. Okay. One more question. So, uh, let's say uh, we applied for uh, H4 and H4 EAD, and uh, I mean that means a change of status uh, from uh, F1 to H4. And can she mm-hmm. travel to India? I um, in, in the meantime, during the you know during this process. No, you need to have a consultation with a lawyer if you want to have any plans to travel. Though, both the change of status H4 and the change of status to H1 both will be denied. If she travels outside the country, though. Uh, 3224, you have a question for us. Yes, yes. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a question regarding H-1B stamping. I am eligible for Dropbox in India, and I am eligi- traveling to Australia. So I just wanted to know if I am eligible for Dropbox in Australia as well. There's no, there's no Dropbox in Australia. 
I think over there, uh, by mail services, they apply by mail. Yeah, you're not eligible for it because um, it's only, you're just traveling there. You're not residing there, right? No, I'm a, uh, actually a resident over there. I'm a, a permanent where, resident of Australia. Where, where, where did you got your last visa though? I got the visa from India. Yeah, you're eligible for the Dropbox in India. I'm not that much well aware of Aust uh, Australian consulate, the mail though. The reason is that the Dropbox for India requires that your previous visa must have gotten from India itself. Since you did not get it from Australia, I don't think so you're eligible, but I'm not that familiar with that Australian mailing thing. 7793. Hey Rahul, uh, this is Sham. So I want to ask, like my H1B got approved in uh, computer system analyst through one of the mm -hmm. Indian consulting companies. So I just want to know, mm -hmm. I got for three years, so is it good enough? So I heard like one 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 five one one two one computer system analyst is fifty fifty, right? So what is your opinion on that? But, but you already got the approval, is right? Yes, I mean for next time, like next uh, after three years. So next time, next time you can change it afterwards if you feel that it's not comfortable. It's it's still not a job question. right? I would not comment at this point of time on that because next time is three years. At that time, depending on the job description. Yeah, I, I'm not comfortable with system analyst though. Okay. So you don't have to worry right now. Okay, yeah. Just because you got it right now doesn't mean that you should stick with it next time. Though. You can change it next time. If the position requires any changing, you can. 1106. Uh, hi, Raul. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, uh, good evening. Uh, this is Akhilayar, I think. We have been discussing this case for past few sessions. Uh, I'm, as I mentioned last time, that uh, I lost my job uh, back in September, I, and then I, Akhil, 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 it's better when this session is only if you are just continuously operating every day. I want to give chance to new people because there are 80 people showing up every day. I don't want to give it to the same people who repeat again, come again and again. Nine five five three. Your question for us. Hi Rahul, I'm Nirmal here. This is regards to my wife. Travel from India to USA. She got a new H1 last year. F1 to H1 conversion. She was in the US whole last year. Due to family emergency, she went to India in January. And then she went for H1 stamping, got it stamped successfully. In the stamping, we can see an annotation that uh, she's exempted to proclamation 10052. Mm -hmm. And the question is, can she travel this month or should she wait Absolutely. until April 1st to travel? She, 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 she can travel right now. No problem with it. Okay. Thank you. The next caller is going to be 3765. Uh, hello, Rahul. Um, I have my uh, 485 filed um, last year. So, um, so right now I'm a computer systems analyst with uh, SOC code 151121. Um, mm -hmm. So, if if I get a promotion, um, my my lawyer is saying my code would change to 113021. Um, mm -hmm. So, would there be a problem uh, if I do that, like 15 to 11? Are they telling that you need to change the, um, uh, the, they need to file an amendment? H1 amendment, you mean? Yes. Okay, but, but my I-485 uh, is pending for more than 180 days. So is it not enough if I do a supplement J form, uh, Mr. Rahul? I, I think so. There are, there are, it's, it's, it's a natural promotions are okay. If I were you, I would not do 485J supplement either, though. Okay. What would be your advice? I wouldn't do anything. Just take the okay. natural promotion and do nothing. Don't file a 485J supplement right now. Oh, no need? Okay. 
H1 is a little bit more stricter. 485 is more freer, guys. 5788, you have a question for us. Um, hi, Rahul. This is Ashok here. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my wife is currently on H1 and has approval till September 23. Uh, we have filed her change of status to H4 INDAD concurrent filing mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. Uh, July and are waiting for approval. Um, based on current estimates, it's another two to three months. Um, mm-hmm. So expected in May. Um, question is, once her change of status H4 is done, does she need to stop working until her EAD is approved? H4 and EAD, you file together, is it right? Yes. They'll be approved together. Oh, there's no gap there? Normally, 99.9% now. Okay, so she can uh, continue as usual uh, from H1 to H4 EAD, no. That is right, sir. 1657, you have a question for us. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my H1 got picked last year in the lottery. And I received an RFE for which I submitted my response in October. And it's been five mm-hmm. months. I have not received any uh, response from USCIS. So I remember see... speaking with you before. Why did not you convert into premium processing? Uh, my attorney and employer, uh, they are not supporting premium processing. Bad people, okay. Yeah, the, the reason for our RFE was uh, my HR and my attorney, they filed uh, two submissions and only one payment. So I'm not sure. Uh, I work full-time for that healthcare company. Uh, I'm trying to push them to premium, but they're not. So what can I do in this case? Well, there's nothing you can do. It's going to belongs any, to them. Uh, can we inquire, USCIS, what's happening there? Since it's been- you can, ma'am. You can. It's a waste of time to do all those things. Just file the premium processing. You can do. You can contact the congressman. You can do a lot of those things. Or simply pay the money and get it over with. But if your company is not willing to do, well, you can contact the congressman. You can raise the service request. You can do all those things. 8615, you have a question for us. Hi. 8615, you have a question for us. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, so my H1 extension got approved last year. But it was mm-hmm. initially with RFE for specialty occupation. We mm-hmm. responded uh, with uh, uh, evaluation of my education degree and uh, experience, 11 years experience, mm-hmm. and then it got approved. So I wanted to know, like, can I use that evaluation for my next uh, extension as it came to Bachelor's of Science in Master's yeah. of Science? Yeah. You can, absolutely, you can. So what is the better option? Like I can use that or I can do some master's course for in the next two years? Obviously, master's course is much better. Oh, okay. So you recommend that doing? I'm not sure. It, it depends on your individual situation, where your green card level is, what is your capacity to in, incorporate such expenditure. Um, oh. what, a lot of different factors will move in there. Okay, so my green card has not yet become current. So I, I, I would rather want you to have a private consultation with the lawyer to go through all the circumstances to ah, see if okay. you were. You know, there are things like what you can do is you can file the H1B extension well in advance so that you get a decision next time before your H1B expires. So you get either two shots or three shots on H1B. Oh, yeah. In definitely. that way, you know, if, if the... If the master's is going to cost you $100,000, you're wasting all the money there. And if you did not file a green card application, let me tell you one thing. You better file the application, green card application, ASAP. I don't delay it. Yeah, my 140 is approved, but my uh, date has not become current, so I'm just waiting for that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, and, I, I don't know whether 
would I incur all that expenditure for this one? I would rather want to get my H-1B approved faster okay. um, so that if, if, if the I-94 is expiring, let's say it's expiring in September, I get a decision in April. Then if I, you know, April or May, and then May I, I get the denial. I file one more time. June, I get the denial. I file one more time. So you have a better chance of getting the H-1B approval in this way rather than spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on the master's degree. That's my opinion, but if some people are inclined to, oh, I want to get a master's degree, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. The next caller is going to be 0330. 0330. 0330. Oh, my name is Deepti. Can you hear uh-huh. me? I can hear okay, you. Now. So I was working with a full-time employee, and I got laid off on December 21st. Uh, but mm-hmm. this, uh, my... Uh, my husband is not revoked. Okay. Okay. Uh, but the process I'm getting that. So Thanks. you got laid off in December. They did not revoke the H1B. That's all I got to hear, ma'am. There's a lot of distance okay. coming from your phone. Oh, sorry. So after that, can I take a full time uh, this month? You already crossed the two months of uh, unemployment right now. You're only allowed 60 days of unemployment on the H-1B, though. So technically, you are out of status, though. Oh. Okay? You may want to, okay. you know, consult a lawyer, or I don't know why you delayed it, but you know the 60-day rule. I don't have to tell you that. The next caller is 7019. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my question. Uh, here is my scenario. So I'm on a H-4 and a H-4 EAD. And mm-hmm. I also have an approved I-140 under EB1A category. And I filed mm-hmm. uh, the 485 application in October as a primary. Mm-hmm. And my husband filed as a derivative for the same 485. So mm-hmm. our non-immigrant visas are up for renewal in, I mean, it's going to, uh, up for renewal Expire. in April as in, uh, actually, it's going to expire in September. So I was wondering, is there any risk in applying for the renewal for my husband and myself? That was my first question. Uh, why? I mean, no, there's nothing. There's, there's no risk. Abs- I don't see that. I don't see a significant risk in it. Your husband is a main applicant. Well, my only question is that most probably your EAD will be approved before September. You're in your husband's CAD. Why H-1B? Okay. Uh, because I'm already current under EB-1A, so yeah, I... I, I, what's, I know that. You said yeah. you're EB-1A. So I was wondering, is there any risk, even if I don't renew, is there any risk for my husband? Will he get only a year-long extension, or he can expect a three-year extension just He can expect a, a three-year extension. He can, as, a, as an individual, he can expect a three-year extension. But my only question is, why spend all all this energy and thing? You got you will get EAD. EB1A is pretty safe. You're getting EB1A is a very tough thing, but you got it. Your final action date is current too. I don't see a reason to file H1B and H4, but it's up to you guys. I mean, you you know your only purpose is to make immigration and immigration lawyers money. That's nothing wrong. Sure, we will take the money. Uh, you no, have to file H1 and H4. Yeah, I mean, uh, company lawyer wants money. Yeah, company lawyer wants money. <laughs> And, and only one more question. They also want to file my EAD, which I'm sure I'm going to assume my AOS EAD, that's going to come sooner for sure. Yeah. Maybe the they're just minting the money on that company. They're just minting the money on that company. 
So is, so if the EAD application gets applied and if I get my get to use my AOS EAD before even that gets uh, reviewed or approved, mm -hmm. will my H4 EAD get denied? Will that have any repercussions no, on my no, application? No, it, it won't get it won't get denied. You're fine. Okay, it won't be of any so good. It won't be of any good. All these things what you're doing will not be of any good. But will it harm you? No. It just makes a lot of money for people like us. That's it. It won't. I don't see any profit in it for you guys, but I see a lot of profit for us. Six five five two. Hey Rahul, uh, thank you very much for helping us. So many guys like us, uh, very much appreciated. So my my question is, I am in a employer A and employer B situation. I was with employer A, a for 11 years and dates were not moving, so I moved to employer B last year, mm -hmm. and then dates started moving. My priority mm -hmm. date is 2010, December 27th, on EB2. Mm -hmm. So my old employer is uh, very nice, and he started doing my uh, EAD for, for 85 processing. He and, started uh, doing, or he already did? He already did in October. Okay, that's a difference between what you said before and what it is right now. So uh, he did in October. I'm still waiting for the fingerprints appointment and all. And my mm -hmm. employer, uh, current employer, is also willing to do my green card processing, but it is from the scratch, right? So he has to start now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I recently got promoted to a manager. So what happens if I get a green card from my old employer? Do I have to quit well, my current job and go to my old employer? There must be a job offer for you to get the green card, though. It is not essential that you go back to the old employer. It's not necessary. It's recommended, but it's not needed. Oh, it's not uh, mandatory. It's, it's not mandatory. That's right. It's recommended, but it's not mandatory. So, so when I get a green card from my old employer, I can use that and continue my job with the current employer. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Once you get the green card, you can flip a burger in McDonald's or you can be a Microsoft CEO. The next call is going to be 8598. Hi, Rahul. Um, so my question is I got laid off during RFE process. And my RFE process deadline is March 29th. So do I get a grace period of 60 days after March 29th or whenever I got laid off? That's my question. I'm working with Ashley, with uh, your, your partner. So, 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 so you got laid off and then what? Uh, and the RFE process and? Yeah, so the RFE process is, uh, deadline is March 29th. Oh, my goodness. So if you got laid yeah. off, they yeah. will not support the RFE then? Right, so they, they are not willing to do because it's getting expensive. So my question is to okay. find a new job. I want H1B to find a new job. When, I have to when, when is when is when is your H1B expiring? At 23. What 2023? 2023. Okay. So the what was what is the RFE pending? Is that a transfer application? Yeah, H1B transfer. That's correct. Wow. Job transfer. Job transfer, and then you lost the job. You you Correct. can use the sixty day grace period after you lost the job and try to make an argument when you find another company because your I need to expiring is some other date, not right now. You can make an argument. We've been successful a lot of times, but not all the times. Okay, so but uh, sixty days starts from March twenty ninth, whenever the RFE deadline is from. No, or? whenever you got laid off with this particular company that filed for the transfer. Okay, so but they're willing and to, uh, yeah, go ahead. It is a weak argument, though. You may lose the argument. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're willing to pay me until March 29th because they have to still pay me. So I, I asked them to provide, you know, spend that money paying until March 29th so that I'll be employed until then. Then I'll start my 60 okay. days. Does, does that make sense? You can sense? try that. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you can try that. You can try that. But it's a weak argument, though. What I said to you is a weak argument. You may lose, and you may have to go outside the country to get the stamping. The next caller is going to be 7181. Thank you, Rahul. Uh, this is Shankar. Currently, I'm on uh, L1A, L1A uh, visa. Uh, my employer has agreed to process my green card. Uh, green card. Uh, can nice. I? Can we do concurrent filing for uh, EB1C? Uh, so you mean to say, can you do EB1C and adjustment of status at the same time? Correct, correct. Is that right? Yes. Um, let me check the visa bulletin right now. Okay, just I forgot, you know, things are not on my mind right yeah. now. Okay. Let me check on that. Uh, right now, it's not the, it's not the filing dates. Uh, according to the USCIS visa bulletin, let me check one more time. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay. Your priority date is not current to file the adjustment of status. You don't have an EB2 before, is it right? You don't have yes, anything no. before, is it right? Yes, yes, correct. Yeah. So the final action dates say that August 1st, 2020 is the priority date. So if you file it, it will be March or March of 2021, which is not current. So you can't file concurrently right now. Okay. I have one more question. I entered in the U.S. in 2018 on B1A visa for training purpose, and I got my L1 visa, L1A visa while I'm staying in B1A. So I moved my status from B1A to L1A without going back to India. So mm-hmm. I do not have stamping on my passport for L1A. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I go to uh, Mexico or Canada for my stamping? You can, but they don't like you there. Especially so, when you move from B1 to L1, they don't like you there. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I would, I would avoid because B1 to L1, people don't like it at all. Um, okay. I would recommend that you wait until your advance parole gets approved. Even though I said the prior date is not current, it should be current pretty soon. Um, the final action dates are, I mean, the filing dates are current, but not the final action dates. So you, I would wait until the EAD and advance parole comes in and avoid the complete stamping process if I were you. Um, 0637, you have a question for us. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for doing this call. Uh, my H-1B expires in September 2021, and uh, my term was filed in December 2020 with a priority date. And uh, now I would like to go back to India and work remotely for a year with the same employer and get uh, beyond their uh, U.S. payroll. So will that be a problem from H-1 status or during I-140 filing or uh, any issues coming back or any other concerns I should worry? Yeah. A uh, lot of times when people spend a lot of time in India, though, it may create a problem because the question that pops up is that, is there a genuine job opportunity here? Could you actually do the job in India? If you would do it in India, why are you doing it here? Remember, we are granting you, the U.S. is granting you the H-1B, but you're not showing that there is a job here. Oh, I could do this job from India. Well, then do. You don't need H-1B. There is no clear black and white law in what I said, though. 
That's just one of the theory of some of the CBP officers, though. So that becomes a problem. So you may have to strategize all the things properly. Did you say your green card is already applied, approved, or what's going on on the labor end I-140? So, so uh, perm filed in December 2020. I anticipate uh, filing I-140 in a few months. Okay, well. Is it a big company or a small company? It's a big company. Yeah. I, I'm not expecting much problems for the I-140 if it's a big company. Okay. So, but I, you I, need to how long with them that... If you're saying two or three months, I'm fine. If you're saying for six months, you may want to check with your lawyer. Now, I'm not telling that you will not be allowed to come in, but they may create trouble when you are trying to come back into the United States. Hey, do you have a job? That's where the problem comes in. Um, the next caller is going to be 2221. You have a question for us. Yeah. Uh, hello, Rahul. Good, good evening. I'm Harini. Yeah. yeah uh, Rahul, I have a question. Uh, so mm -hmm. uh, my H4 EAD is approved until September 2021. So because mm -hmm. we moved, me and my husband, we moved to Austin. So we filed an amendment. Uh, with that amendment, actually, my husband, uh, uh, H1B is approved until 2023. So along mm -hmm. with his uh, H1, he also filed my H, uh, H4 EAD, H4 and H4 EAD extension. Uh, thing is that in September 2020, we filed it, but till now, I didn't get my fingerprints. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so my question is that can I travel to India at this point of time? Is it okay? Uh, when, when, is, when is your current H4 and EAD expiring? September 2021. Okay. So, your and the passport stamping is also expiring in September 2021? Yes, yes. I don't see any problem in your traveling outside the country and coming back, ma'am. I know yeah. uh, the only thing that you need to be careful is the biometrics. Yes. If the biometrics uh -huh. are issued, you're not, you don't come, it may create a problem. But as such, okay. I do not see much problem for you. You may ask yeah. a question. So, well, in the internet, when yeah. I see, if you leave the country, they say you abandon the H4 application. You're right. Mm. But that's only if you apply for change of status, not if you apply for extension of status. Yours is not a change of status. You told me that you are an H4. Mm. You filed an extension. Mm -hmm. That's not a change of status. Yes, 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 exactly. So is it okay for me to actually uh, – so the thing is that because my uh, H, H4 EAD expires at September 2021, so mm -hmm. uh, the thing how it's going with this Vermont Center is that I, I am not 100% sure that I'll be even getting my EAD till 2021 September because the dates are like back, uh, like, right? Well, I got the point. So, what is your question? So my point is that, uh, is it okay for me to get stamping in India? So that way I'll finish my fingerprints over there. That fingerprints are not useful here. You still need to do biometrics here. Here. Okay, okay. So, okay. okay. So, so for my EAD, for my, I'm, I'm really sorry. So, for, so I have to file my EAD again, if that's the scenario, right? If you go to India, get the stamping. Yeah, I mean, you can file one more EAD. You can see which one will come faster. The H4 plus EAD or this EAD? You can file. It's up to you if you want to file one more. Nothing oh, wrong okay. with so it. You're not doing anything illegal. Very you do, good. You okay. can do both. Yeah. Uh, the last caller today, it's about 5 o'clock, guys, is going to be 4970. Hi, Rahul. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Good evening. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, Rahul, I had my extension approved in uh, May 2020 for a client in New York. 
with uh, my uh, home address, employer address, and client address listed in LCA. Now I moved to a different client in Kentucky. Uh, do I need to file an amendment or uh, just need mm-hmm. to file, uh, file so an So this LCA? three addresses, your end client, your employer, and your home address is not Kentucky? Yeah, is yeah, in New York. No, 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 no. You said your end client, your uh, employer, and your address. Was there an LCA? Yeah. Correct. Now what, you have moved to a different. Now you move to a different client. Is the client address same of any of these three addresses? I mean, when I say address, it's in the same city. Uh, no, because uh, I'm okay. because for the for the, for both the clients, I'm working from home, right? But the client address is but, different. It's in Louisville, oh, Kentucky. I got the point. Yeah. So you, yeah, you you your client address has changed. But you yeah. are still working from your home, which has not correct. changed. Correct, correct. Yeah. That's fine. I don't see any problem with that. Okay, You're so fine. do I need to... Okay, that. even LCA is not required in this case? No, no LCA is required. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, Rahul. And one more uh, one yeah. more question, Rahul. My wife is on H4EAD and it mm-hmm. got expired in December 2020. But she is a mm-hmm. partner in one company uh, where uh, a U.S. citizen is also a partner. Uh, so mm-hmm. now, uh, since it's already expired, does she have to come out of that company completely or it's okay to stay there and just don't take the profits? She can take the profits. What kind of company is it? It's an IT company, like staffing, IT staffing company. Well, as long as she doesn't work, she just owns the stock, though. I don't see any problem but she cannot be involved in the company. Yeah, yeah, sure. But she don't have to come out of it completely, right? But she can stay there, but don't take the profits till her EID gets up. That's that's right. That's right. She can take the profits again one more time. Profits are different than salary, though. So if profits are distributed, she can take it. Uh, But she cannot work. That's the main thing. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.